for tuning in to Unless the Lord with your host, Alan Getty. It is a great day. I've had a very uh, good week, very good month. Um, book is now out. You can get Unless the Lord at Amazon. Uh, you can get it at Barnes & Noble. You can get it at iTunes. Uh, you can also... Um, Check out my new webpage at unlessthelord.org. Uh, there, I'm going to have some things for you. I've got uh, marriage and marriage and parenting facilitation, so that uh, if you're just sort of in a funk and you'd like to know some changes you can make in either your parenting or your marriage styles, uh, there's a test you can take there. Uh, not exactly on the website; it'll link you to a different website where you can take an assessment. And we'll go over that assessment and uh, just talk about some things maybe you can make some quick changes on. Um, if, if, you're, if you're marriage or, you know, you're in dire straits, um, you might need a little bit more help. But this is for somebody who just feels like, let's, let's take a look. Can we make our marriage better? Can we make our family a little bit more cohesive? Let's, let's see what we can do. So, uh, just kind of giving you that info. I am really glad you're here today. I have an interesting thing to talk about and something that um, I guess you could say it ups upset may not be the right word. I get a little frustrated with some of the uh, things that I see sometimes when it, when it relates to news stories. So obviously there were two huge Supreme Court cases uh, in the last week. Um, one concerning Roe v. Wade, which has gotten a lot of attention and, and, a, and a lot of uh, media attention. And I, I, there's no argument there. I mean, it's a good thing when we say local entities make local decisions. Um, of course, that means if you live in a state like mine, then your local decision is going to go against what I believe. So our here in New Mexico, uh, abortion is, is legal and, and that's just the way it is. And, um, but it's nice to see that to me, what I liked about that decision and what I, what I appreciate about it is that, you know, we, we begin to, to see how local entities can start to make decisions for themselves. And that's a, that's a, that's a good, good thing. Now, <clears throat> um, I don't think, I don't think that there's an argument to be had there, um, about abortion rights or anything. We, I don't want to get into that, but the other story that made headlines, at least made my headlines was about the coach who had been put on administrative leave by his school district for praying at the football game on the 50-yard line. And, um, of course, I totally agree that you shouldn't be fired 
for, for that. What was interesting to me, what was just sort of this whole thing kind of came around and, and you may not know this. I was on, I've been on school board. I was on the school board here in our town and uh, also have a wife who is a public educator, a daughter who is a public educator. And so I see the public education system as uh, it's very important. And I, I see decisions made about the public education system as being decisions that we really need to focus on um, because that is going to be where the future is. I mean, our children are going to grow up in the public education system and they're going to move on to get jobs and, and to um, move our country forward. So this decision, I felt like was a win. Obviously it was a win, but I have a friend who is um, a school lawyer and he posted an interesting, just little, little tidbit. And I really wanted to talk about that tidbit and just sort of kind of dive into that a little bit, because I think there's something there that people in the church and Christians and conservatives need to understand. And I actually don't think it's bad. So, so let's, let me tell you about his post. His post said basically this, that um, when we allow, so the coach can go on the 50 yard line and pray. Then once that's allowed, um, as part of our constitution, as part of being a country that does not have a state religion, we now are saying to everybody, any religion, any, anything can, can then come in and, and do that. So, you know, I think his, his meme was, I did, I know his meme can't happen, but, but the idea is right. You know, if you allow a person to pray on the 50 yard line, you have to allow, if you allow a Christian to pray on the 50 yard line, you have to allow for a Satanist to pray on the 50 yard line. And, and the picture had a pentagram and candles. And I'm like, okay, first of all, that's different because clearly they're destroying school property. But the point is, is not necessarily wrong. And I wanted to just point out, and I, I'm thinking about calling him and talking to him about it just to say, hey, look, you understand that in, in the idea of Jesus Christ, he would not be upset that, that everything is allowed. Think about that for a second. Now, Jesus clearly taught his way, um, and that's the way it had to be. He needed to teach his way because his way was the best way, and he is God, and he is Lord. What I think is interesting is that we think Jesus was exclusive to the people that he ministered to, or we, or for some odd reason today, people have decided to put Christians as an exclusive group. Now, I don't believe that to be um, real, but I definitely believe that to be the perception among the world around us is that we're an exclusive group and we do our thing 
And uh, our thing is, is this, and we would like you to stay out of it. And that's not the church and that's not Christianity. I just think that's the perception. And a lot of times it's the perception because of how we have in the past been a against things. Like, you know, when, well, when Disney is, is getting more and more woke, you see a lot of Christians, you know, I'm not going to be a part of Disney. And it's sort of that idea. I think, you know, we're, we're making decisions as families and as, and as churches, I don't know that we need to make those decisions public. I always feel like when we get in the political realm as a church, we're really out of our realm that Jesus was clearly about the gospel, about sharing the good news. And he would share it with anybody and everybody. And I never, I mean, I, you know, the only people I ever heard him condemn were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So who he, who is he condemning? The religious. He condemns the religious. But Jesus, in his nature, just who he was, was hanging out with sinners. And so... Anyway, go back to the story. Here we have a court case. One, good job, Supreme Court, in allowing somebody to express their religious freedom by themselves on public ground. That is, that is right. That is constitutional. That is okay. What we need to realize and what he's right about is that if as Christians, we are allowed to express our religious beliefs, then everybody else is allowed to express their religious beliefs. Obviously, they can't destroy school property. They can't, I mean, there's a lot they can't do, right? Because that's against the law, but they can, you know, if, if, if somebody goes out and chooses to, to sing a song after the game, nobody's watching, they can do that. If somebody chooses to go out and, and pray to Allah, they can do that. We, we are, in essence, saying religious freedom is true and nobody can stop anybody from expressing that. That is a great thing. America was founded on that. That is not bad. It is important that Christians realize that when we allow that, we do allow the others. Now, here's why I don't think that's bad. We need to start having some conversations with other people. When I look around at a lot of Christians, I know they, I mean, and it's not, it's really, I want, I'm trying to be careful here because I don't want to sound like a, like I hate the Christian subculture, but we really are now a subculture. So we have our own music stations. We have our own streaming services. We have our own stations on TVs. We have created sort of a subculture. Even, even some of the, um, I would say some of the entertainment things that we have now are are really focused on creating this subculture and saying this is this is what you listen to this is who you watch these are the news stations you pay attention to that subculture is 
is real. And I, I, it's scary to me because the church, Jesus Christ, was out with the people. Now, obviously, his culture was very different. And the, the, the battles that they were fighting are very different. But I think in the end, what Jesus shows us is that if there's somebody who believes differently than us, or there's somebody who, whose religious ideas are different than us, the, the last thing we do is condemn them. What we do is we continue to share the good news with them. And, and Jesus says it in two commandments, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. So, so what that says to me is, okay, that's fine. I'm okay if, if we want to talk about every um, holiday, if we want to talk about every religion, if we want to allow people to come in and they talk about their religion, I don't think it's indoctrination to allow other thoughts to be heard. It's the job of the parents and the home to then point children in the right direction. You see, the problem is that we have decided we want the schools, we want the government to, to reflect us, to reflect what we believe, to reflect what we think. That's not the way it is. That's not the way Jesus did it. Jesus got people to hear the good news, and then those people would just spread that news. And they didn't go to the government for it. In fact, when, when right before Jesus dies on the cross, he comes down the mountain, they think, you know, he's coming to take over the Romans. And he's like, I have a much bigger job. My job is to save an, the entire, the entirety of humanity from their sins so that they can spend eternity with, with me and with my father. Not, I'm here to overthrow a government. We've got to stop thinking that our government and America has to change for us. No. We have to continue to be the change for those around us, for those in the greater circle. And we have to continue to send people out that will create that change. But it's not going to come through the government. And let me tell you why. One, government is man-made. Anything man-made will not succeed. Go all the way back to the Old Testament. All the way back. And here the Israelites Tell God, we want a king. And God says, I am your king. Yeah, but we want a king like every other country. And God finally says, fine, I'll give you a king. But it's not good. And it hasn't been good ever since. Government created by man is sinful. So we can't expect the government to regulate what's right or wrong. We can, however, welcome people to open the conversation and be willing to share the good news with them. In the end, that is our job, people. Our job is to share the good news. Our job is to spread Jesus Christ across this land so that people can feel 
his power and his touch and his love. And so it did not bother me that my lawyer friend said that because I think I, I think he needs to understand that that's okay. It's okay for somebody to pray on the 50-yard line of the football field. And it's okay for somebody to pray in their religion. It's not a competition. It's not a fight. Um, the only thing that I would just say all of that is that then we as Christians have to be the ones leading the way to share Jesus Christ with the people whose beliefs are different than us. It doesn't mean we yell at them. It doesn't even mean we say they're wrong. It just means we talk, we love, we care. One thing Jesus did a lot of was love and care for the lost people. And that's what we need to do. So guys, I don't know if you guys saw that. I don't know where you're at in your in your brain, but I'm, I'm just kind of tired of hearing people tell me how we have to put Jesus back in the schools and then we watch them homeschool their kids or we watch them. And I'm not, I'm not against homeschooling. Just understand that when you make that choice and you're a Christian, you're saying, I am taking Christ out of the schools. My family has been very keen on putting our kids in the public schools and letting them hear the things that the world is saying so that they can combat that. Not so that they can combat it like and be angry and frustrated, but so that they know this is what the world believes and this is what I believe. And I'm going to stand strong and I'm going to share Jesus Christ with those around me. So my challenge for you this week is look at your life. You know, I mean, God... God wants us to follow him, obey his rules, and obey his commands. God, at the same time, wants us to reach the lost. So uh, this last week, our our past missions and pastor spoke, and he said, who is your one? And I thought, what a, what a great idea. So your challenge this week is to find one. Find one person who you know absolutely needs Jesus Christ and start to talk to them about that. Start to have those kind of conversations and make sure that your life is in such a way that when he looks at you, he sees or she sees somebody different, somebody who is living life differently so that when you start to talk, you don't get the idea or the, or the thought process of, of, but what makes you different instead it's, I want to, I want to know what you have. Guys, have a great week. Uh, remember, I would love to hear if you're enjoying the podcast, please like it uh, on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, you can now go to the website and lessthelord.org to connect to the website. So it makes it to connect to the podcast. So it makes it very easy. You can go right there, click on whatever platform you want and it's available. You can also go to iTunes and subscribe and like it. Uh, you can go to Spotify, subscribe and like it on all those platforms. So please do that. Let people know what you think. And again, you are feel free to contact me and uh, get
give me any suggestions starting uh, probably in August or September. We are going to start just talking about my book a little bit. Uh, check out the new website, unlessthelord.org, um, and you can contact me through there as well. Uh, in fact, that's the best way to contact me is through unlessthelord.org, especially about the podcast. I'll be able to know exactly what's going on. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next week. Unless our Father builds the house and shelters every city, our work is done in vain. So as you join me on this journey, you're sure to see